This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Hello, it's that time again. I'm Kate Stevenson. So this, of course, is The Relish Podcast, a celebration of all things food, wine and travel. This week on the show, imagine the excitement when one of the eastern suburbs' most loved European emporiums opens a brand new wine bar. I'm going to chat to Anthony Dana about his new baby, Enateca Boccaccio. Also, I loves me a country pub, so my attention was suitably piqued when I heard that a couple of blokes with a great track record of running good pubs were taking over the stunning Healesville Hotel. I'll ask Matt Vero and Scott Connolly what's in store. And in Eat, Drink, Do Melbourne, news on culture and carbs in the form of jazz and lasagna at Rossi Bar, Pier Farm's lunch special with a view to die for. City Fields does boozy brunch, sipping the seven deadly sins at Fall from Grace and how you can dine and stay at Henry Sugar in Carlton North. All that is coming up on this, the Relish podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. At Easy Music 3MP, relax with us at all your favourite songs. songs you love from the 60s, 70s and 80s. Easy music, 3MP. Well, there's a chance that words like icon or institution might be pandied about just a little too liberally sometimes. But when you hear the name Boccaccio Sellers, there is no doubting that it is an eastern suburbs institution. For nearly 60 years, the Dana family have been bringing the best of Italy and Europe to food-loving residents of the East. And now, rather than head home and cook up a feast... Those customers can head upstairs to a stylish wine bar and indulge at Enateca Boccaccio. Boccaccio CEO Anthony Dana joins me now. Anthony, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. No, no worries. Gee whiz, so I live in the West. I'm basically in East Adelaide. I'm so far West. And even I (laughs) nearly lost my mind when I heard that this was finally happening. How excited are your regulars? Oh, they are super excited. You know, I think... As you said, like Boccaccio is a bit of a foodie destination, so um, especially for Italian food. So the fact that like everyone's been hanging out for it and all the beautiful produce and the anchovies from Sicily and uh, olive oil from Puglia, all the sort of stuff that we import and now is now being used in dishes um, upstairs in Enoteca. So, you know, it's that plus the wines that we've been put been cellaring for 25 years. It's, um, it's all come together really, really well. Now, I've seen some of the pictures, Anthony, and we know you guys don't do anything by halves, but it looks pretty special. What can people expect when they head up those stairs? Uh, Well, look, when you head upstairs, it's almost like a bit of a transformation back to Florence or Rome. So obviously there's lots of marble because, uh, you know, Italians love marble. So we've got Carrera and uh, red marble from northern Italy. And then we've imported some terracotta tiles on the floor from Florence um so it's just it just feels like it's been here forever and it just feels really really italian so it's a really special space that um in design have created and um like yeah we absolutely love it 
So, and was it the inspiration for you? I did. I did read somewhere that potentially there was sort of some of your favourite Italian eateries that were in mind when you came up with those final designs. Is that right? What were you thinking? Yeah, spot on. So there's two places that I absolutely love in Italy, and one is Rosciolli. Yes. Um, and one, yeah, I Rosciolli. So one, and the two things that these both places have in common is that they have an amazing bar. So I normally travel to Italy on my own. So Rosciolli in Rome and Il Santino in Florence both have amazing bars. So proper restaurants, but amazing bars where you can sit, you can watch the chefs work, and they just bring out these, this incredible food. So it might be, you know, burrata from Puglia, you know, prosciutto uh, from San Daniele, you know, fresh pasta that they make by hand, all that sort of stuff. So when I was in Italy in 2017 and I was sitting at the bar at Il Santino, I'm like, right, we had these three rooms that we set up as kids that we used to play upstairs. They were empty rooms. So above Boccaccio was basically our after-school care. So my parents would be downstairs working, we'd be upstairs playing in these three rooms. Um, and Enoteca is those three rooms. So it's based on all the things that I loved about Rosciolli and I loved about Il Santino. And a big part of that is sitting at the bar. So... You know, last Wednesday, I met some friends here and we, there was four of us. We sat at the bar and it literally reminded me of, um, you know, being back in Florence. And that was what I wanted to, to create with uh, Enoteca Boccaccio. Beautiful moment to know that you've done it. You've nabbed a terrific chef in Andrew Beddoes. What was the brief to him in terms of the menu? Uh, so I love sharing. I, most of the time when I eat in Australia or Italy, I'm disappointed by main course. Not because main course is disappointing, but I've had so many great small dishes, plates to share. Even I love sharing pasta. I love, you know, all that sort of stuff. So the brief to him, and he's a great chef and a fantastic person, was like, let's create the same experience. So let's get everyone sharing and eating and, and all that sort of stuff. And even main. So we've got the bistaker as a main. Like that feeds four people. Yeah. So the aim is, is having great food that can be shared you know, amongst friends, you know, with great wine. So Andrew absolutely nailed the brief. And you, you just said it. I know that wine is quite a passion for you, Anthony. What, what's the plan with the wine list? I'm, you know, I was going to say, is it going to be static? But I just can't imagine it will. Are you going to keep people guessing no. a bit week to week? Yeah, so um, every Thursday we do an update of... So there's two lists because one list is not enough. The first list is everything under $100. Mm. Uh, and the great thing about here is that the basically the hundred dollar list is retail. So if you go downstairs, it might be eighty dollars. It might, uh, you know, at Picacho, but upstairs at the restaurant, it's ninety five bucks. So people love the fact, uh, love that. And then well, that's the basically BYO, list. isn't it? That's you know, that's basically, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And then the reserve list has literally been plummeted every night. So people are coming in and, and literally teed off on all these great wines, which is great because. I've collected these wines over 25 years. So um, my staff pulled me aside after the opening night and said, like, we might be in a bit of trouble here. We're going <laughs> to run out of wine. I'm like, if people want to try the reserve list, get in soon. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, well, literally, like, the reserve list might be 5% of our holdings of what we have in old vintage uh, wine from France and Italy. So we've got thousands and thousands of bottles that are going to last us years. So, like, for instance, today we shipped... We received 432 bottles of 
amazing uh, back vintage burgundy that we had in one of our cellars in France. So that'll go on the list over the next year at Antaker. So, oh, Gee whiz. Okay, final question. Has Stephen Quartermain left the premises yet? Because I've never seen someone so excited about something opening in <laughs> Melbourne. Oh, you know what? He's already been in. He's already made a couple of bookings. So right, he good. was in for a long lunch. And uh, Steve's been great. He was one of those one of those guys that I've bounced a lot of ideas off all the way through because I know he's a massive foodie. Um and I know like what he loves, I, I love as well. So it's good to it was good to get an outside perspective on what we think would we could we could what would work. And um no, I think he's absolutely loving it. So, he loves his wine. As too. are all the locals. Well done. Anthony Downer, CEO of Boccaccio. This is such exciting news for Melbourne food lovers. Eneteco Boccaccio is just above Boccaccio Cellars at 1046 Burke Road, Baldwin. We'll encourage people to head to eneteca.boccaccio.com.au to check out that stunning menu and plan their visit. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Anthony. Stick around. Coming up, speaking of institutions, two publicans with some recent runs on the board are about to take over the much-loved Healesville hotel so what can we expect well that's coming up on relish celebrating the best in food wine and travel for melbourne's easy music 3mp this is the relish podcast with kate stevenson Well, if you've listened to me long enough, you will know that I love a jaunt into regional Victoria and even more than that, I love a country pub. So imagine my delight when I heard that a couple of seasoned pub veterans with some serious runs on the board have taken over the classic Healesville Hotel. Co-owner Scott Connolly joins me now. Scott, welcome. Thank you, Kate. Great to be here. Now, you and your business partner, Matt Vero, owned pubs separately um, and you've now owned one together in the Orong Hotel. What was it about the Hillsville Hotel that led you to take this one on? Well, when the, when the opportunity arose, we jumped at it. We, but separately, we discovered have long childhood memories of, of uh, going there with our parents. And I mean, my sister is a, she's a, do equestrian riding and and she would do horse trials in in Wandon and and you know we would have family weekends there to, to watch her when she was young uh, and we would usually end up Sunday lunch at the Hillsville Hotel so yeah it's it's a pub I've loved for a long time much like the Orong and I don't know the universe has a funny way of of you know giving you these great great opportunities of places that you've always loved. Yeah, just making these things happen. And it is interesting. I grew up in the Dandenong Ranges and my brother played footy with, you know, Yarra Valley Mountain District, which meant you were going anywhere from Belgrave to Wurrialic. So, you know, Hillsville really is at the heart of that community. That building itself, I mean, we know that it's had quite a history, the pub, and, and you know, it's sort of had ups and downs. It's been a boozer. It's been a gastro pub. It's got some really good bones, that building. It's a beautiful building. How much are you guys planning to change funnily enough that's one of the things that really attracted us to the opportunity is that the bones are they're so beautiful and there's not a lot we need to do to it the orong we we had to we had to really get in there and, and fix some of the some of the stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see but Hillsville hotel is you know it's, it's ready to go it's solid so we're, we're really everything's very cosmetic for us and you did. It took me a while to get in there, I apologise. But when I finally got to the Orong Hotel, I was blown away by what a beautiful job you did at, you know, sort of 
keeping that beautiful art deco charm, you know, and, and really making it feel like a pub still, you know, it wasn't shiny, it wasn't clinical. Is that the plan for Hillsville as well? Is it just about getting the best out of that charm that already exists there? 100%, 100%. Our, our motto is always restoration over renovation. For us, you know, these beautiful 100-plus-year-old hotels have such, like you said, great bones and, and such great features that it just doesn't make a lot of sense to us to knock that out and put in whatever the current trend is. We, we just really want to accentuate that. If I'm right, Matt's um, sort of history is more urban pubs and I think your background has been more in regional. What's the difference? Like what, how will you approach um, the Hillsville differently to what, how you might have something urban like the Orong? Well, I suppose really it comes down to when you're going into a regional town as someone from the city, it's not about us trying to bring the latest, newest thing from the city to Hillsville. It's... We want to be a part of that community. We're not just picking up the orang and planting it there. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to continue on its legacy and, and really do our best to, to be an amenity for the community. Now, forgive me, Scott, I have just heard that my local pub is getting new owners and there's a little bit of trepidation. What's the reaction been from locals in Hillsville finding out that you guys are taking over? Uh, it's been really positive. Um, Michael Kennedy, the previous um, custodian there, has, has had it for a very long time and you know he's done very well over the journey and he, he left an incredible legacy there. But um, in speaking with the people in Hillsville that we've been lucky enough to meet so far, you know I think everyone's ready for a bit of fresh blood and a bit of bit of a change. So yeah, everyone seems really positive so far. Amazing. Okay, so quick one, just looking at things like the food menu and the drinks, what's the plan? Are you going to take advantage of all that sort of stunning produce and, and all those great producers on your doorstep? Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. Again, it all comes back to being part of the community. For us, all of the stunning produce there is as much of it as we can is going to find its way onto our menu. We're planning a, an elevated Italian offer in the dining room and then a more traditional sort of pub offer the rest of the hotel but all throughout both menus is local produce. I think there's going to be a hell of a lot of excitement about this Scott for people who are wondering like myself when are we hoping to open under the new management? Yeah uh, watch this space but at the minute we've got a target of, of middle July so touch whatever <laughs> is planned and we, we can open the doors there but uh, all indications are we're, we're on track at the moment so Mate, nothing like a winter lunch at a country pub. Scott Connolly, new co-owner of the Hillsville Hotel, having had a gorgeous Sunday lunch recently at the beautiful Orong Hotel. I'm so excited to see what you guys do in Hillsville. We'll encourage people to follow your progress and, and get ready to plan their visit at hillsvillehotel.com.au. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Kate. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks, Scott. Stick around. A little bit more to come in the form of tips on what to eat, drink and do in Melbourne on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel. For Melbourne's Easy Music, 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up. DAB Plus is the innovation to your favourite station. Easy Music 3MP. Where the music is nearer and clearer in stereo right across Melbourne. There is more 3MP to love by upgrading your radio to DAB+. Change the way you listen to 3MP. 
There is more to love on DAB+. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. All right, we've got time to squeeze in a few more tips. So it's time for Eat, Drink, Do Melbourne, which means first we're eating. And let's face it, in the heart of winter, sometimes we do need a bit of extra enticement to drag ourselves out. So how about a bit of culture with your carbs at Greville Street's newest eatery, Rossi Bar? They're launching their new Wednesday lasagna and jazz nights. They're hosting a trio of internationally acclaimed musicians together with some special guests. And of course, that'll be alongside some soulful food by the open fire. You can choose from a classic meat, a seafood or vegetarian lasagna, that classic one, a decadent mix of beef, pork and bone marrow, slow cooked for seven to eight hours in red wine and tomato sauce and plenty of that bechamel. To book, head to rossi.bar. That's pretty simple. Speaking of pasta, I do love me a good value lunch deal and over in my neck of the woods pier farm is offering just that with their midweek express lunch they're offering a bargain bowl of premium pasta with a thoughtfully matched wine for just 39 bucks which means those stunning views across the bay are free you can choose from a slow cooked bolognese with housemade tagliatelle a rigatoni cabanara or maybe gnocchi alla sorrentina sit back Enjoy that paired wine and watch the winter rays hit the city skyline or maybe the storms roll in. It's on offer Tuesday to Friday lunchtimes all the way through winter. Head to peerfarm.com.au to book. Meanwhile, over in the southeast, Chadston's newest tenant, European Brasserie City Fields, has been getting plenty of attention. Now, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, maybe their boozy brunch is the perfect excuse. Kicking off at 11 o'clock each Saturday and Sunday, they're serving up a rotating assortment of chefs' favourites. So think sourdough focaccia with rosemary and olive oil, uh, some buffalo mozzarella with smoked heirloom tomato and basil, or maybe wood-roasted chicken with lemon, oregano, fennel and olive salad. And to drink? Oh, my, we're talking unlimited cocktails, wine, Prosecco and beer for two hours, and that is all priced at $69 per person. My advice, do the shopping first, not after. The bottomless drinks. You can check out the current menu at cityfields.com.au. All right, and over to drink. Well, I'm excited about the new Seven Deadly Sins cocktail list at City Bar Fall from Grace. That's that hidden basement bar at State of Grace. I reckon if you're going to sin, it better be worth it. So some of these will be absolutely that, like Roth, which is their take on a spicy margarita, hot, smoky and angry with Olmeca Altos tequila, mezcal lime, pineapple syrup and spice. Or maybe gluttony, completely indulgent flavours of coffee, nutmeg and boozy cream. So they've got cardamom and nutmeg-infused vodka, some Kahlua, some liqueur 43, Dom Benedictine cream and walnut bitters. I assume the challenge is to make your way through all seven. And I think I'm just about up for it. Plan your visit at stateofgracemelbourne.com.au. And finally, do. Well, I reckon plan a staycation. I love them. And rather than a CBD stay, what about bedding down in one of Melbourne's coolest inner suburbs? The team at fabulous Carlton North Eatery Henry Sugar have just launched Henry Home. That's a stylish three-bedroom apartment renovated by the creative restaurant owners and perched smack 
bang in the middle of the fabulous Rathdown Street village. So not only could you wander downstairs to enjoy the Henry Sugar Chef's menu, then stumble back up to listen to records in your funky pad, you could enjoy a meal from the boys in your apartment, you could pop out for a wine at Gerald's Bar or Florian, or maybe just grab some snacks from the gorgeous village delicatessen. There are plenty of options. Head to henrysugar.com.au for more. But that's about it for this episode. I'd love to hear from you anytime. You can email me relish at 3mp.com.au. But this has been the Relish Podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's easy music, 3MP. You've been listening to the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. 